This is Studio A from Interlochen Public Radio. Welcome to Studio A at Interlochen Public Radio. I'm Amanda Sewell. Joining us today in the studio is one of IPR's Sound Garden Project resident ensembles. They're the Blue Quartet. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. Let's start by having them each introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Lauren Troutman. I am the alto saxophonist from Blue Quartet, and I'm from Rowley, Iowa. Uh, my name is Josh Elwood. I play the baritone saxophone in Blue Quartet, and I hail from Holland, Michigan. My name is Jonah Kulik. I play the tenor saxophone in the Blue Quartet, and I'm from Rochester, New York. My name is Samuel Hart. I'm the soprano saxophonist of the Blue Quartet, and I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. So first, we're going to start out talking with Lauren and Samuel. Now, I want to start with a pretty basic question that you folks are a saxophone quartet. That's a pretty new type of classical music ensemble. Tell us a little bit more about what a saxophone quartet is and how it works. Typically, a saxophone quartet consists of soprano saxophone, alto saxophone, tenor saxophone, and baritone saxophone. And it operates much like a string quartet would, or even like a barbershop vocal quartet. And then that, there are four voices. This is a newer kind of ensemble, so there's not a ton of music out there written specifically for this kind of ensemble, at least maybe not as the uh, string quartet has written for that. So what's that like playing newer, newer repertoire? We really enjoyed it. We recently had a piece composed for us in April um, by a, a fellow Yumish composer, and it was a joy to bring this music to life. Um, the saxophone is very versatile, so it really lends itself well to new music and new ideas. Now, you all met as students at the University of Michigan. Is that how you got your name, to the Blue Quartet? Yes, that, that did play a part in okay, it. Okay, <laughs> I just, that seemed, that seemed like it made sense there. Now, how did you decide that you wanted to play together as a quartet? Well, we were initially designed to play together as we were all saxophone performance majors at the School of Music, and we just decided we really enjoyed playing together, so we've stuck with the group. And what brought you up here to Northern Michigan to be part of the Sound Garden Project this summer? A few of us went to camp at Interlochen, and we saw this opportunity. Um, we had connections to Dr. Schlomer as well, the director of the project, and we thought it fit perfectly with our ensemble mission. We really wanted to bring music to new audiences and spread our wings in that way. We're talking with members of the Blue Quartet, one of IPR's Sound Garden Project resident ensembles. Let's hear them in Studio A right now. They'll play a quartet for their ensemble by Carl Florio.
We heard music of Carl Florio in Studio A at Interlochen Public Radio, a quartet performed by the Blue Quartet, one of IPR's Soundgarden Project resident ensembles. Now we're going to talk to Jonah and Josh from the group. We have been talking all summer about how you and your fellow ensembles in the Soundgarden Project are planting music in unexpected places. Tell us about some of those places you've been planting music this summer. So some of those places we've been uh, fortunate enough to plant music would be a gas station, a Dollar General, and even the streets of downtown Traverse City. It's been uh, quite a different experience than what we're used to as conservatory musicians in that our audiences are not there to pick apart every little imperfection in our playing, and, and, and it is out of love in that situation, but it's, uh, it's a different scenario where everyone has permission to just fully immerse themselves in the joy of the music. Yeah, I mean, what kinds of responses are you getting from people when you show up at the gas station, for example? Well, I mean, we one of our most intriguing performances was for a group of laser tag players. It was an outdoor game of laser tag, and it just depends on the situation, but the people usually take this music as support. Um, they would continue to play their game. It would be this kind of... Um, a, it's a different relationship with the music where it's, it's a, a lot more interactive for the listener, which we find um, typically is very well received after we, we talk with our, our listeners. You folks are headed back to the University of Michigan um, this fall. And I'm curious how you're going to take the experiences that you have gotten this summer back into a more of a conservatory environment. When we return to our, our conservatory lives, we'd like to make uh, a more stark distinction between our academic performances and our public performances in that our academic performances, um, while they do help us grow and are important for us uh, to pursue seriously, our public performances will be a bigger part of our identity as an ensemble um, in our mission to bring music to those that otherwise wouldn't have access or, or wouldn't have um, an, an easy pathway to enjoy this music that we love. Traditionally, in this environment, we prioritize playing with great response and blending in our, our technical facility, um, but that's not really what comes across to the listeners. Um, and what we learned through working with the public is that um, one of the more important aspects that we've kind of learned to forget about in our conservatory lives is forming this kind of connection and bringing energy to the audience and um, selling this piece of music that we've come to enjoy. So you folks are also giving some more traditional quote-unquote concerts while you're here, um, although even in those concert settings not everybody is sitting for the entire time. Tell us about the recent concert you gave in Sutton's Bay at Black Star Farms. Yeah, Black Star Farms was probably the most beautiful venue that I've ever been able to play in. It's it's a rolling field of uh, there's a a vineyard like that's as green as can be right when you drive in. It I lost my breath when I initially pulled in, and then a little farther down in the valley, there's a, a little gazebo that they constructed specifically so they could bring in shows, and um, just this huge field where we filled it up there's lawn chairs blankets just people standing up just enjoying the music and it's uh it was really relaxing as opposed to a maybe a more traditional performance space so it, it was a nice experience to bring the music of that traditional performance space into a venue that facilitated a more intimate um, or, or enjoyable relationship with the music 
we likened the performance experience almost to that of an arts festival. Um, people would come and go as they as they chose. There were tons of food vendors. It was um, much more of a flexible experience for this performance. And um, while many people were engaged, um, it was also many people appreciated that our music kind of fit the role of providing ambiance for the space. And um, we, we joked that the best wine pairing of the night was, in fact, with our music. <laughs> there you go. Well, let's hear the Blue Quartet perform music in Studio A right now. This is another quartet for saxophones by Ida Gutkowski.
We're in Studio A at Interlochen Public Radio. We heard a quartet for saxophones by Ida Gutkowski, performed by the Blue Quartet, one of IPR's Soundgarden Project resident ensembles. They are Samuel Hart, Lauren Troutman, Jonah Kulik, and Joshua Elwood. Thank you all so much for coming into the studio today. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Kelly D. Pasquale engineered the music heard in this session. I'm Amanda Sewell. Thanks for listening. Studio A is a production of Interlochen Public Radio, part of Interlochen Center for the Arts. Our recording engineer is Kelly D. Pasquale. Amanda Sewell is our music director. Our digital content manager is Casey Brown. Learn more at interlochenpublicradio.org. Whoops. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.